This episode of Adventure Incorporated is brought to you by Kayla and patrons like them. To be like Kayla, head on over to patreon.com slash adventureinc. Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 111 and the seventh episode of The Path of Evocation. So, uh, if you guys want to get in touch with us, head on over to our Discord. We have a ton of really, really fun conversations going on there each and every day. Uh, it's so much fun to get a chance to interact with you guys. Uh, you can also hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. We're happy to answer questions or, or chat or send you dumb gifts or whatever, whatever you're into. Uh, you can find links to all of that stuff in the show notes for this episode. They're also on our website, adventuring.podbean.com. You can also send us an email. We accept those too. And there are all of that information's right there in the show notes. If you're enjoying the show, there are two big ways that you can help us out. The first one, of course, is to head over to patreon.com slash adventuring. If you've got any money in your pocket that you, uh, it's just sort of hanging out there, it doesn't even have to be much. Just send it our way so we can help to make this show bigger and better. We have some really, really, really cool ideas in the works, things that are already going. And here's the thing. There's some awesome stuff up there already from last month and new stuff going up this month that we're so proud of and we're really excited for people to, to sink their teeth into. So if you've got a little bit of extra scratch kicking around, send it to us. And of course, the other way is to spread the word about the show. Send links to your friends. Uh, leave a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, put up a big banner that uh, skywriting or giant posters. I mean, whatever, whatever you can do to make it happen that we really appreciate. Uh, you guys are the way that new people learn about the show. So the more people you tell, the, the more people can come and be a part of this and we can keep getting the show to be bigger and better and doing cooler and cooler things. So uh, if you can't contribute financially, at the very least, hopefully you'll, you'll share the episode or find another way to get the word out. That's all I have this week. So let's get started. Previously on Adventure Incorporated. You are standing on the precipice of the volcano. To your right, Whoa. down below, is the active volcano of Emberfall. On the small platform in front of the cave, five people step out. Oh, no. All right, you villains, stand down and we will take you to prison where you belong. And if you resist, we will kill you. Uh, we're not the villains, first of all. What? So you guys pass through the portal. You find yourselves in a fairly ornate study. Uh, a large... Hey, Caleth! Um, <laughs> it's us. The Many Pennies. Um, we hear that you have some issues with some of the stuff that we're doing. Caleth looks up and says, Master at Arms, these are the people I was telling you about. Take them to the dungeon. Heinrich, let, let us explain our story in... In we, not the dungeon. In not the dungeon. Guys, I... You know us. You know us. Yes, Caleb, I'll take them right away. Come with me. Many pennies of Carapath. You will come with us to stand trial. You will be okay. you will be judged, you will be tried, and you will be executed. 
Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Guys, there's there there are a lot of there's a lot of puppy in this cloak. I'm, I I just I need, needed to say. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? Genevera, the sorcerer. Genevera, you're sitting there next to Clyde, who just goes, "What the fuck?" I like <laughs> hold up my hand for a high five. <laughs> Gibetto, the rogue. As soon as they see the five of you, their expression hardens. Uh, well, we'll see you later. And Gibetto just turns. <laughs> Gillick, the paladin warlock. But, but you're dying again, right? Like, you die, then you get a spirit. And you're nothing. And then you become nothing. And then you're nothing. That sounds like bullshit. Let's go kill the Death Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and Asher, the druid barbarian. Yeah, but I'm asking specifically who, why Jeff is important to Asher. He just, he's just the first name. You know what? <laughs> I don't have to justify this. <laughs> Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Let's get started. So, uh, the five of you are led away from your cells uh, up to a holding area. Each one is sort of led into a room, uh, and they start to uh, strip you of all of your belongings, everything uh, you own. Um, Can I... um that they make sure that the hammer is unsummoned. Okay, yeah, so let's, as we go through this, sure, Gillick, as they pull you in and they start to, like, take all of your stuff, uh, is there anything you're gonna, there's there's three guards in here taking your belongings from you. The hammer is unsummoned, um, cool. and they strip you down. Is there anything you're gonna try to pull uh, in this process? Or are you just gonna let it, let it happen? Ah. <sighs> Let us all get let us all get arrested. Well, you've already been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> you've been sorry, arrested sorry. and you've then, been to jail. <laughs> the, sorry, sorry, no, no, no. I mean, um, reclarify. Yeah. Uh, so when they when they moved you down to the cells, you had everything with you. Um, yes. In and the now, cell. Just now, guards as, are taking all of our stuff. Right. As they move you up to the actual trial, um, they are removing all of your gear. And they are, it appears like they have like a simple brown cloth tunic laid out that they're going to outfit you with. Uh, hmm. And they're just doing this to me or to everybody else? Or... Well, you're first. Oh, great. Um, no, Gillick's going to behave himself. Damn it. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they just like take your things. The hammer is not summoned, so they don't take the hammer. Uh, but they take everything else and then they uh, sort of put this this rough tunic on you and uh, move you along. Asher, how about you? Are you going to try to do anything as they're doing this? I mean, it's not like you have much more I'm than a try cloth and, tunic anyway. But uh, I'm going to try and uh, put the uh, the necromancy pendant. I almost said infinity gem. <laughs> the necromancy pendant. <laughs> I did. I did say infinity gem. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to try and put it in my pocket. And like, but like, hide it okay. in my pocket. Okay, they're taking your clothes. <laughs> I I I put it in my pocket, and then I realize they're taking my clothes, and I'm just where do you put it? Where do you put it when you realize they're taking your clothes? 
<laughs> it's nope. It's he too late now. He carried this un- uncomfortable hunk of metal in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't so say that. Far. <laughs> uh, that was a reference to Pulp Fiction. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Now, Dune and earlier was a reference to Marvel <laughs> Avengers Infinity War. Uh, Dune song is actually in Gibetto's bag. Yes, if you recall from from the last uh, session, Dune yes, song yes, is it tucked is. away. I remember this. Uh, I I was good. I was smart. I think I don't know who's. <laughs> we'll see what was. happens. <laughs> uh, okay. So smart. anything you're am I current? Anything else you're gonna do, Asher? Mm, just bitch and moan, like normal. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Genevera, uh, anything that you would like to do? <laughs> I would like to cast invisibility on an object. Ooh. Okay. So I'm going to tie Cast it on me. one I'm an small object. object to another slightly <laughs> larger object. And I'm going to cast invisibility. 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 Invisibility of the podcast. On Gebetto and Keth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it is, though. You're not going to tell me what two objects? You have to tell me which two <laughs> no, objects. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Nope. That's, <laughs> how, that's the rules. That's the rules. Uh, Good job, Dano. <laughs> Got you know what? So here's the problem. Book him, Dano. Here's the problem. I have to know what the small object is. Also, somatic components. That's the part. That's the object I don't want to tell you. For for reasons that I can't tell you, I have to know what the small yeah, object is. But for reasons she can't tell you, she, she can't doesn't tell you want what it is. Basically, just yeah. I have reasons I can't tell you. What it's it about okay. The so size here's of a the thing. Cap. There is one item on your person that if you have chosen this item... I have an idea. Okay. That will keep everything fair. Oh, God. Oh, and I make sure that, that Steph can't change her answer. Okay. For whatever they are. Involves. Oh, you bet on, uh, Mike knows what it yeah, is. Yeah, I know. So, okay. Mike also knows the band item. I mean, I can put two and two together and assume the band item. No, I told you what the band item was. Oh, I, then I don't remember. Then I here I Josh's idea is a good one. I'm gonna message yeah. you. You know what the small item is, yes. right? I will tell you what item is the band item that something bad will happen if this is the item. Okay, and then you great. can we can clarify. I feel like our listeners are really gonna enjoy this part. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be the bonus content at the end of the episode. But <laughs> trying to hide things from each other. Uh Asher tries to hide his feelings. He, I literally rolled a one. Oh, sure. Okay. So what do I Does do now? Does that thing happen? If, if that item is the item that she is using for her plan, you need to tell me. Uh, or if you're a cop, you need to tell me. Those are the two. Okay. Or a shapeshifter. I am, I am neither a cop nor a shapeshifter, uh, and that is not the item that she's trying to use. Great. Then I don't need to know. <laughs> uh, I will let you cast your invisibility on your large item and your small item. Uh, and I don't need to know what they are. I'm very excited. <laughs> now I want to know what of my, what on my person is going to explode if I try to turn it invisible. Because it means that last time I was walking around with like one item on my person that was glowing. Uh, or like real. No, no. No, don't worry about it. We'll get there undoubtedly at some point. Um, (laughs) Now I'm intrigued. Okay. 
so when you go, you cast your invisibility spell. Do you like how how are you holding on to this large item <laughs> that this small item is? I'm gonna structured? like put it on the floor next to me, and I'm gonna like like keep my foot up against it, so like I know, you know, like like if you if they're like you know like you know like TSA, it would be like right in between like. So they can, like, pat you down, but they're not going to, like, feel the ground in between my feet. Okay. Okay. Um, sure. And I don't think they're being super aggressive with it. They can't see anything. Right. And so they just uh, go ahead and... I demand a female <laughs> agent. <laughs> it's your right. Gibetto. <laughs> right. uh, hey, I have a question about a thing that I know I would know the answer to this question. Uh, we just have never discussed it on the show. I'm very excited for this. When my mage hand closes around something, can you see that something still? Ooh. That's a penis guys. I want to say yes. Because it's a spectral hand. It's oh, invis- oh, the hand is invisible. That's yeah, the thing. He's got an invisible hand. He's like Adam Smith. Yeah, that's right. I would... If Adam um, Smith like, closes around something, because like if Adam Smith's hand, right? Like let's pretend I'll role play as Adam Smith, right? Well, okay. I'm to be fair, hold on. If Adam hold Smith's on. actual yeah. How does hand, invisibility? pretend I have a mustache, uh-huh. right? Just uh, like a big one. Yep. Um, and I am holding. Let's let's pretend that this is a gold coin. When I close my hand around uh-huh. it, you can no longer see that gold coin, right? Right. That's true, Adam but Smith. <laughs> You can't see what's in his hand. You know what? I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> I, I think th- I also think that's fair. It's um, it's it's invisible, not transparent. So, what that's are right. you placing in your invisible hand? My bag of holding. Okay, I figured as much. Right. But so they are taking my swishy. Is that the band item? That's in the bag, baby. Did you put it in the bag? Hell yeah, I put it in the bag. I put it in the bag, and that's what made Asher be like, oh, yo, I want to put Dude Song in there, too. <laughs> dude Song. Dude Song. Genevera, uh, you did not want to tell me what the small item was. Was the large item Itaha? Yeah. Okay, so they... I figured as much, but I wanted to make sure because, I mean... So there's an item that's just banned. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> Meta gaming In the future... Yeah. When she tries to use it, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, okay. So then you get you you sneak the bag of holding. They strip you of everything else, uh, your uh, armor, your cloak, that kind of stuff. Um, sure. They put you in this gray uh, tunic, and they send you on your way. Keth, uh, is there anything you're going to try to do? No, Keth is going to help and just just get just take off his clothes real quick. <laughs> you just like set the redeemers on the table you're the only one with fucking weapons apparently yeah, <laughs> yeah he's our muscle right. no one else said us. weapons <laughs> but i'm being real cooperative trying to you know smooth things along yeah i mean it wouldn't be believable if we were an adventuring party and none of us right. had weapons right we just gotta have yeah. one i'm the guy Okay. So we don't yeah, carry yeah. That's how good we are. All I right. Ju- I just kind of like hold my hands up, bend over, just like, you know, they don't ask me to, but I do it. <laughs> They're like, sir, can you please stand up? <laughs> Both hands above his head. He's like turned sideways. 
Everyone's like, ah, that's that, that's not how this works. <laughs> but they're convinced that I'm, you know, I'm not holding anything. <laughs> so uh, they lead the five of you up and out of the dungeons, uh, out into uh, the city uh, proper. Um, and as you sort of leave the dungeons and head up out of the castle, you see all of uh, this sort of large city, probably like the third largest city in New Merida. Uh, Mayor Glade is pretty big. Um, like, uh, over the sort of from this elevated point of the castle, you can see, um, a large cathedral, uh, for the, the divine court. Um, you can see a number of like districts yeah. and they're moving you off toward sort of a large clearing in the center of town that has been, uh, set up. It looks like a couple of tents have been put up almost, um, in front of you guys are two other prisoners in sort of gray homespun tunics. Um, and they, they bring you down to this clearing where people have already started to gather. Um, the two tents, you notice one of them, uh, is a large platform with a, uh, a pedestal on it and, uh, a large burly man in a black mask stands with a, a big, weapon rack full of various axes all gleaming in the sun wait so is there is there like a platform outside of one of the tents or is there is this what we see inside of the tent it's a like a covered platform the tent turns out was a covered platform okay a pavilion yes a pavilion wait so this is one tent or there are two tents that are these these platforms across from this pavilion uh, maybe at a 60 foot uh space and then another pavilion that has uh five seats on it um on the in the center is king thormund the king of bradmont okay to either side of him are two advisors and then to either side of them one is caolith and one is heinrich you don't recognize the two advisors in the middle but you do recognize caolith on one end and heinrich on the other what's the king's last name just give me real quick uh, the king's name is uh, Thormund Greywood the Third. Greywood what? Not not the like third. Kyle. The th- one more time. The third. Oh. Thormund Th- Greywood the Third. Correct. The Kyle. Great. Lakayim. Lakayim. <clears throat> <laughs> That's what it sounded like. Muzzled I said. Off, you guys. <laughs> oh boy, we did it. <laughs> uh, so the. Uh, Thormund sort of, uh, stands as you guys sort of approach the platform. The crowd has been like murmuring and they sort of come to a hush as he stands. Um, he sort of looks over the crowd, looks over the seven of you. And then for the first time, uh, he begins to speak. And as soon as he does, the crowd hushes immediately. He says, citizens. I know that there has been some confusion about the state of Bradmont, and in fact, the world at large. I have come to answer for those confusions, to tell you what happens next, and to exercise our justice. As many of you probably know now, as I'm sure the rumors have run rampant, We recently, within the last few days, had a king's meet. The king's meet ended with the dissolution of the kingdoms of New Merida. 
No, no longer are the kingdoms in unison. No longer will we be forced to march our soldiers against enemy armies that do not threaten our borders. I have chosen to dissolve this pact to protect this kingdom. We will soon face an enemy from the north. When Perineth falls, they will come here, and we will be ready. We will face an enemy from the west. The orcs have already begun attacking, and they do not show signs of weakening. We will be prepared. Bradmont has lasted longer than any kingdom in New Merida, and we will continue to hold fast. You are now no longer citizens of some greater nation. We are Bradmont, and we are better than all that stand outside our borders, and we will prove it. Today will be the first execution of our justice. From now on, the peacekeepers hold no sway in these lands. Uh, you start to notice that there is smoke billowing up from about where you saw that cathedral as you came down from the the church, or from, uh, from the castle, rather. The Divine Court Cathedral? Correct. Uh-oh. Uh our justice will Whatever. be absolute in these lands. But... I am a benevolent king, and my justice will be fair. I will hear from those who stand accused, and I will determine, with my advisors, their guilt. Who are his advisors? Uh, again, it's Caelith, yeah. Heinrich, and okay. two people you do not recognize. From this or any other realities? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> What do they? What do they look like? Do we? Will you describe them? I sure will. Yes, um, please. Uh, one of them is sort of a uh, a tall, like hawkish-faced woman. Um, she has long blonde Part hair, um, and she sits very like nobly and regally. Um, you do not know who she is. You do know that uh, Thorman's wife has recently passed away. Um, or at least probably about a year and a half ago at this point. Uh, so it's probably not her. <laughs> but the new one. It could be the new one. The new As wife. You don't know, but it certainly could be. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, the other one is sort of a, uh, a portly soft looking man. Uh, he's just like round. He wears like very fine clothing. Um, and he definitely looks like he's been a, a noble a long time. Cool. Cool. So, um, <clears throat> uh, Thormund says, you know, motions to have the first prisoner brought up and two guards sort of push the first one up. Who's He's like an older man in this like gray homespun. He looks a little ragged. Um, and uh, Thormund nods to Heinrich who stands up and says, uh, your Majesty, this is Lehmand Kine. He is a citizen here. He is accused of theft, evading the justice, and assaulting a justice. Thormund looks to the old man 
and he says, You may plead your case. The old man says, Your Majesty, I am I am so sorry. I There was so many rumors, so many questions about what was going on. I thought the kingdoms had fallen, and I had to protect my family. I had to take care of my children and their children. I stole some food. I was scared. I ran. <laughs> please, oh. Oh, please, Your Majesty. Reaction to this. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen that. Right, he's gonna die. Two, four, six, well. so one. <laughs> B- buckle up. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I and I. One more day. <laughs> I, I did not mean to uh, attack the justice, my liege. I just, as I was running, he, he came upon me and I defended myself. And But then they took me in and I I am here now. Thorman sort of thinks for a few moments and he says, Typically, within our kingdom, theft carries a heavy price. You owe the person that you stole from three times the value of what you stole. Evading the evading a justice carries a burden as well, but not one as great as assaulting a justice. For your theft, I will <clears throat> to show my benevolence, I understand that this has been a trying time for our people and i do not wish the rumors of the last few days to damn anyone i wish to prove to you that i will keep you safe all of you this will not happen every time but in this moment i have i've decided to be benevolent i will from my coffers pay for two times the price of what you have stolen to that who you have stolen from but you will be responsible for the last third, for you must w- bear some responsibility. If you cannot pay, you will owe this man your service until your debt is paid, as my justices see fit. You can work, they will work that out together. For evading the justice, I understand your circumstance, your predicament, and I will waive that charge. But assaulting a justice carries with it a penalty of death you see like the slightest smirk rise up on the face of the executioner he says however once again <laughs> they starts to frown is today the that sentence is not a burden i would make you carry today not with the confusion that i understand <clears throat> So instead, once you have paid your debt to the person from whom you stole, you will report to my castle. You will serve me. Today I have spared your life, and that makes it mine. For the rest of your days, you will serve me in my castle. He says, thank you, my lord. Thank you. And they sort of push him off the panel, and he motions to the next one. And up comes sort of this, like, slimier-looking, uh, uh, dark-haired, uh, middle-aged man. Um, he does not... He looks like sort of the kind of underground criminal element that you guys are 
uh, sort of familiar with, honestly, <laughs> the people that you've been dealing with. <laughs> um, uh, and so he's, they put him up on the thing. What did you, wait, what did you say, Genevera? Is it Shank? It, it's not Shank, but it easily could be Shank, right? It like it's well be, right? It may as well be Shank. <laughs> um, Shank Sandin. <laughs> Shank was recast. Uh, the, yeah, it's uh, me, what? <laughs> uh, Heinrich uh, stands up um, and he says, This is General, that's his name, Genrel Thar. Genrel Thar. He's a general. He's not a general. <laughs> This is... Oh, my God, they're going to execute only, a general, I whispered to Geppetto. He's only a private. <laughs> oh, shit. This is Gen Rel Thar. He is... Oh, no, key. you're right. He is a general. <laughs> He's a general! Oh, I my told gosh. You. <laughs> oh, they're going to kill he is him. Accused oh, of, <laughs> he is accused of three counts of theft, and he is sentenced... Um, he is sentenced to death from a previous encounter that he evaded. Your Honor, that is a lie. As quickly as you see a motion from Thormund, the axe slices through the head and neck area of this uh, prisoner who drops to his knees <laughs> and uh, head, head and neck area. You know, he, General. He missed. Well above the shoulders. Yeah. You know. He was shooting for the neck. He went a little high, right? So, like, he chops, like, from the jaw to, up. Cool. So From the nave to the chops. No. Sure. So from Different. the chops to the yeah. nave. Right, right, right. No, this is from the from back the of the to head the to the chops. Right. Oh. <laughs> he didn't chop him, like, <laughs> like down the middle. <laughs> he just went for the neck and got a little high. <laughs> That's so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> so there's just like, I don't know, like only half splitting someone. I feel like. Well, maybe, worst. but the know. corpse falls with its teeth still like yeah. attached, like it's the bottom set of teeth, and like, the top of the skull is just cleaved off. The um, lower jaw is still mm. quivering. Like that's worse. <laughs> yeah. That's worse. I, I don't know, man. Like uh, sandwich so, man, like half sandwich. You know. <laughs> I feel like that's grosser. Asher's imagining gross ways to die. I don't know. I feel like it would be. Uh, we don't have a choice now. Right. <laughs> Thorman stomps. Like, there's a murmur through the crowd, and Thorman stomps his foot, and he says, My law will be respected. There will be decorum here. If there are people who think they are above such circumstance, they will face our justice. And the, uh, the uh, executioner, who is smiling very wide hands his axe to like a small boy who begins cleaning it uh like his apprentice or whatever and draws up a new axe uh to in preparation He's an executioner squire uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> how else do they learn knights <laughs> and they move squire. you guy the five of you up onto the platform Heinrich stands. I just need you to know, like, I'm really sweaty. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I am very nervous. Heinrich stands and says, Before you, you will find the many pennies of Carapath. Hi. Uh, oh, God uh. damn it. <laughs> <sighs> that is Gillick Erdrad. Yeah. Hi. That's me. Um, 
Thormund says, you will not speak again. None of you will speak again until you are. And then he motions for the executioner to take a swing at you. Uh, What is your AC without your armor? Uh, Oh, fuck. Is it daylight out? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Does that matter for you? It does matter to him. It does matter to him. It actually does. Yes. Uh, Yeah, warlock shit. Yeah. It's not going to be a lot, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't suspect it to be. (laughs) Mine's... Uh, Well, I don't know. Like a nine. A nine? Uh, He hits. Yeah, that's fine. Super fair. We already went to the death realm, dude. Come on, what was the point? <laughs> what? Oh. <sighs> I can't deal with this. Today's been a lot. <laughs> he slams the axe into your back, and it sinks in deep into your shoulder blades for 28 damage. Wow. Holy shit. Awesome. Uh, and you feel uh, the force of it drop you to your knees. Ah! Uh, Thorman turns to the executioner like with a look of like come on and the executioner sort of sheepishly withdraws the axe from your back uh, with a uh, as it sort of pulls away from the flesh and the blood just pours down your back Um, he says you have survived my executioner's blade for now but hold your tongue Heinrich, uh, go ahead. Gillick's just gonna smile, look at him. Okay. <laughs> That's fucked up, man. That's no, believable. Heinrich s- sort of stands. He's like, he doesn't really know what to do. He's pretty terrified to do anything right now. Uh, and he sort of like quickly goes to the rest of it. He's like, that's Gibetto Funkin, One Shoe Stumble Knacker, Tim Knackle Timber Shivers. That is Asher. That's Genevera. And that is Keth. Um, they are the executors of Adventure Incorporated, uh, your majesty. They stand accused of, uh, dark magics and destruction of, oh, I'm sorry, Caelith, what was it? Caelith sort of rolls his eyes and he says, destruction of the elements of this very fabric of reality. They are messing with the arcane on a level that they do not possibly understand, Thorman kind of waves to Caelith. Yes, yes, so you mentioned. Many pennies of Carapath. The accusations that Caelith have brought against you is that you are closing ley lines and dooming this world. I am not a magician. It is not my skill in this world. I rely on Kaelith for these sorts of arcane knowledges. He will be examining you for this. There are not simple laws for this like there are for theft or murder. But if what he says is true, then you are responsible for more than a simple murder. You are responsible for the murder of us all. You have doomed us. (laughs) 
and if that is the case, you will taste my justice. Caleth, you may begin. And he sits. Um, Gibetto looks around, uh, and before, like, as Kayla stands up, uh, Gibetto is just going to speak up and say, um, I would like to request a private hearing. Uh, Thorman says, In the kingdom of Bradmont, there is no private hearing. For now, all citizens of Bradmont will be allowed to understand their own fate. You threaten each of them, they get to know why. It's it's not the citizens of Bradmont that I'm concerned about, uh, but the forces greater than all of us that we are working against. You must understand that you are on extremely thin premises of me allowing you to even stand before me if it were up to me you would simply be killed but Caliph has determined that he needs more information and so I will let him have his opportunity I understand your grace and I respect that Um, we are after all in your kingdom Uh, but I I worry for not just New Merida or its individual kingdoms, uh, but all of Onmaneth uh, at this point. Make and a persuasion check. Let's see. My persuasion isn't great. <laughs> uh, 18. That's really funny that your persuasion isn't great, but like kind of in My- character. <laughs> right. Like- <laughs> <laughs> He, he seems to take a long moment to think about this. Where do you think... He stops. He says, who? Who are you looking to keep this information from? Gorm Tintreach. Um, Caleb sort of looks up at you. And Heinrich uh, is absolutely mortified. He has no idea how this is like. He, You have already stressed him out beyond his ability <laughs> to pay attention to what is happening. <laughs> he says, what of this Gorm Tintreach? And he does look at Caleb, and Caleb kind of looks at him like, like that's not unknown to him. Wait, it's not unknown it's to not who? Unknown or not unknown? It's not, it, it is uh, Gorm it's a known is unknown. Gorm is not unknown to Kaelith. Oh, great. he is aware of Gorm in some capacity. <laughs> um. So, what was the question? <clears throat> uh, what? What? Tell me of this Gorm Tintreach. What is it about him that you are worried about? I would love to talk to you more about that in a private audience. If you are afraid of this person, they know why you are afraid of them. You can talk about why you are afraid of them here, and I can determine if you deserve a private audience. 
Uh, Gibetto's going to look at the group. Uh, Joe's um, going to shake his head like, don't say anything. Vera gives a thumbs up, like, saying. Um, <laughs> uh, Asher looks at Gibetto and kind of nods, trusting that he's going to do the right thing, not knowing what that is. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the old abstain. <laughs> no, it's a it's a nod. It's a nod. Yes. It's up to it's... you, Keth. It's up to you. No, yeah, Keth, Keth agrees with Genevera. Like we, yeah, the we need to like get through this. Like tell him what he needs to know. I, I like the idea of a private audience. I do too, but we gotta tell him something. Uh, yeah. So, Gibetto, Gibetto points at. Wait, who's asking me this question? Is it Kalith or is it Thormund? No, it's Thormund. Thormund has asked this question because you've asked for a change in protocol. Great. Uh, Gibetto is going to point at Thormund. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. And he's going to use message. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's going to say, Gorm Tintreach. Okay. So <laughs> as a, soon as, hold on, a, as, as soon yeah. as you start to talk, you see um, Kaelith sort of tense, like he's recognizing that you are casting a spell. But he sure. also recognizes the spell, right. and he sort of eases back and allows sure. you to cast it. Yeah, so I, I point at I point at Thormund and I uh, tell him, Gorm Tintreach is a a dragon trying to awaken Herix and destroy the world. You hear a voice respond to you in your head. And these actions you have taken are to stop him. Uh, Gibetto just nods. It seems today, this is out loud, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's just like quiet. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, all of a sudden Gibetto points at this guy and everything is silent. I like the idea. They like glasses lower. He's like, right, yeah. So may like, I, may I suggest? Sees, <laughs> his Gibetto like points out a finger, fucking like. Uh, he fawns him to convince him. Phoenix, uh, what's uh, the attorney? Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright. Uh, yeah, Phoenix Wright. Objection. Points at him. Doesn't say anything, and then nods slowly. <laughs> I, I, I was more imagining the fawns. You're just sort of like, hey. hey. He's like, yeah, you're cool. You're cool. You're right. <laughs> Um, He says, it seems today will be a day of many precedents broken. Many precedents? That's our new name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He nods to the guards and they sort of usher you back toward the castle. Um, As they, before they do, Gillick, the uh, executioner leans in close and he says, I'm not finished with you. (laughs) I feel like, and then he sort of just steps away. Gillick like wants to be this guy's bud because they're both spooky. Right. <laughs> Gillick's just kind of like just 
big smile on his face. Just walks oh, away. I got, I got attacked <laughs> by a spooky guy. He's gonna be my friend. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's like, okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna own the cool. shit out of that guy's soul later. Yeah, man. Yeah. He doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know what I want. <laughs> I want that soul. <laughs> it's gonna be mine. <laughs> big grin right back at him, <laughs> dripping in blood. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just like you think you're evil. <laughs> Um, yeah, and you guys hear uh, Thorman's voice call out, and he says, um, behind you, as you walk away, you hear him addressing the citizens, and he says, this has been the first of my justice, and for now, Bradmont prospers, and there's sort of like a a cheer among the crowd, and as you guys head off, it sort of, it becomes harder and harder to hear, uh, what he is saying, um, to the sort of general assembly, uh, but they lead you back to um, the castle, except instead of going down to the dungeons this time, they lead you up uh, to a chamber uh, in sort of the main part of the castle. The guards lead you into this room and they sort of shut the doors uh, and just sort of close the five of you alone into this room. Can I get a time check? <laughs> yeah, it's about noon. What time was it when we? It's a ma- we're getting our mountain stuff. Time. Um, like when they took your things. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're like pretty close to that hour. It's been, it's pretty right, so close. What we're gonna, what I'm gonna do in this room is I'm going to untie the small thing because we're. You said we're alone in the room, right? You are currently alone in the room. I'm gonna untie the small thing from the big thing and put the small thing in my pocket. Okay. And then recast invisibility on the big thing. Okay. Fine. Just to get that out of the way. Fine, fine, fine. Um, okay. Uh, 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 some time passes, maybe like 20 or 30 minutes passes. Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> do you want to cast it again? Is there anything in the room? Is there any like? Are there any things in the room? So there are uh, there are chairs around the outside of the room, like all the way around the room. There are chairs around the outside. There is a fireplace, and then there is nothing else in the room. The center of the room is empty. Uh, Gibetto is going to put the bag of holding on the like shoulder of one of the chairs uh, so that yeah. it just looks like a slumpy empty bag hanging out. That was out. what I was going to ask too if I could like put the if I could put it high, like up in the fireplace or if it's sm- if the chair backs are big enough to just sling it up. The chair backs aren't yeah. big enough to blah, to hide a, ta- a itaha but you could try to nestle it up in the uh, uh, chimney if you wanted to in the fireplace. Uh, make a sleight of hand check, Genevera. Nineteen. Okay. Yeah, you find, like, you sort of, like, reach up in there and you find a spot where you can nestle it in that it sort of wedges uh, a little bit. It's easy enough for you to pull out if you needed to, but it's not, probably not going to fall. Um, now I don't gotta worry about it. Some guards push open the door 
and they say, you five against the back wall. Have a seat. Asher has okay, a seat. Sit. Sit. Uh, they sort of come oh, and take... Oh, did we have long enough to uh, take a short rest while Gillick, if Gillick wanted to heal himself? Yeah, heal. do you want to spend healing dice, Gillick? Uh, yeah, I will spend... Just like Gillick's like, no, I want to go in with the wound fresh. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> I'm going to bleed on the floor. <laughs> I'm so tough. <laughs> no, uh... Yeah, I'll cast, um... You don't have to cast anything, because it's a short rest, so if you want to burn healing hit oh, dice, true. you can. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will totally do that. I will burn 1d10. What do I get? 4, I'll burn another one. 3. <laughs> 7 hit points. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably burn all 8. <laughs> right, we never I use could. them. Like, That's we true. We never um, use a short rest. All right. So I'll burn. I'll burn two more. Hang on. The- <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at that. Nine and a ten. So that's uh, that's nineteen twenty six total. Perfect. All right. Great. That's plenty. All right. Great. Um, the two guards sort of stand in between, like they come halfway up the room and stand with their weapons sort of drawn towards you. Um, uh, and then the king and his uh, four advisors come into the room and sit on the opposite side. Uh, then he, he looks up and he says, you may have a seat. Aren't we already sitting? I mean, I, f- I feel like they sort of pushed you to the back of the room and then he came in and then you guys can sit. I was oh, already okay. sitting. Fine. That's fine. <laughs> Asher feels uh, confident the doors. that he sat. <laughs> uh, two more guards enter the room and stand near the doors, and you see two guards on the other side of the door as well, and they shut the doors, uh, the guards outside, clearly uh, hoping to keep anyone from wandering in. So two inside, two outside? So four inside total, and two outside. Okay. Uh, Thorman says, you'll have to forgive me. Uh, I do require a presence of my soldiers here. Uh, I just really appreciate uh, you taking the time to uh, accommodate that request. I know it was out of decorum and um, against your uh, standard protocol, so that uh, means a lot to us. Um, are these I'll be honest, trusted I men? I, I'll be honest, I would not have done it if Caliph had not recognized the name you gave me. Uh, this... Gorm is something he has brought up before. These are trusted men. All of my men are trusted men. Uh, Gibetto uh, makes a look at Heinrich. Heinrich. Like just a, Heinrich still looks a, a little fucking butt. lost. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> he's, he's doing his best to keep up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if I could get a read on his face. Yeah, it's horrified. <laughs> Great. It's not that he's lost. He's actually following it, but he's not expecting this. Yeah, he's, he's just not, not happy. pleased. Yeah, <laughs> completely following, much to his chagrin. <laughs> um, he uh, Thorman sits, and he turns to Caleb, and he says, "Ask your questions." Caleb stands up, and he says. You speak of Gorm Tintreach. What do you know of Gorm Tintreach? Asher looks at Gibetto. 
Gorm is a big blue dragon who uh, travels through different realities trying to uh, awaken Herix and destroy the world. Close, I suppose. Um, Close? That's the best that we know. Right? I mean, this yeah. destruction of the world, how is it any worse than what you have chosen to destroy the world with? Uh, that's, that's kind of a good point. Like, I, I, I think I kind of see what he's doing there. Well, <laughs> Genevera raises her hand. <laughs> Keth puts we, his yeah. hand on, like, Gillick's shoulder. Like, Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. I'm just saying you have to you have to kind of take all all things into consideration. You know, sometimes. Thorman says, um, "Miss, you do not need to raise your hand. This we are in a private forum here. It is less decorum required. I just want to be done with this." I just didn't want to speak out of turn. No, I. I I advise. I understand. I, I pick up lessons. <laughs> um. So. We're not destroying the world, Your Excellency. Caleth looks. He gives you a very surprised, very smug look, like a "Oh, you're not, are you?" Like that's the look <laughs> he gives you. Yeah, we out. Yeah, see, they think that's what we're doing. You know, it's not their fault. They don't understand right now. We got. We just got to be cool. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like we have to make them understand that we're not destroying the world. Otherwise, they're going to kill us. Like, they're literally... Yeah. No, just follow like, Gillick's advice. Just be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know how to be cool. Well, <laughs> we're we're not doing this without just, like, aimlessly. We're not just assuming this is going to work. This is a plan that we have been working on for a bit, obviously. And it seems like you have information and we have information and those need to line up somewhere yes i am asking for that information that is what this is i am trying to find out why you think what you are doing is in any way helpful or beneficial oh uh well so we have received guidance uh <clears throat> from the former head of uh adventure incorporated Marifa, uh, that this was the right thing to do in order to stop, in order to take away Gorm's power and allow us to defeat him. I've spoken with Marifa yeah. on many occasions, and I would say that while Marifa once in a while has a good idea, Wrong about many things, in my opinion. Uh, so mm. I, you'll have to forgive me if I don't take uh, what Marifa says as sort of some sort of Did magical gospel. Yeah. Does he react at all? <laughs> yeah, Heinrich's just got his head in his hands. He's just. <laughs> <laughs> he says. But the former king of Carapath also agreed with her. Uh, Thorman's face perceptibly uh, perceptively does not change like in a way that you almost would ex so let me let me explain that like you would expect maybe anything <laughs> but he's just like the former king of carapath eh? 
completely <laughs> stonewalls you on this. That's um, fine. So Heinrich Rescher's not charismatic. I get it. <laughs> uh, Heinrich stands up and he says, "Your Majesty, uh, mm? I have something I need to tell you." Um, I like the band Creed. Mike Ellison is putting his hands in the air, not Gibetto. Gibetto, uh, his face probably lit up, uh, but he did not throw his hands into the air. Um, he says, when I was in service, uh, to the king in Carapath, uh, I am Sparky. Assume. <laughs> Keth also stands on... up. I am Sparky. <laughs> I on Vera was Spartacus one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's more Spartacus than I am, but I'm also Spartacus. <laughs> You're Spartacus at heart. Hardicus. Hey, boom. I let it sit. I knew there was one coming. I needed to see what it was gonna be. Yeah, Spartacus. Um, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> the aftershock, baby. Uh, he says um, during my service to the king of Carapath I embodied this the role of Marifa many times the the Marifa was not a person it was a persona that was carried by Elotrix and several others of us it is one of, it turns out, Elatrix's biggest secrets. Uh, Way to play it cool, Heinrich. <laughs> oh, what the fuck, Doc? We had two people on our side, and now it's only one. I tell you this, so you will know that what they are saying is true. Elatrix was... Convinced that the source of Gorm's power came from these ley lines, and that if we could remove his connection to them, we could stop his plans. It was not Elatrix's first choice, but it was the only one he could think of. And uh, Kaelith rolls his eyes. Um, what does the dead king of Carapath know about magic in this world. <laughs> okay. I just want like, the fucking quaddle to like, burst burst through. Or, like break a fucking window through like the sky. Bitch, you heard you talking. Like, does this for fucking dead? <laughs> yeah. Heard you talking shit. Let's do this. <laughs> Genevera finds a mirror and says, quaddle, quaddle, quaddle. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Heinrich like flushes at that angrily, uh, but he like looks at you guys like. Never make the chill face like, chill. (laughs) Um, Asher is visibly upset but says nothing. Mm. So the other two things um, that. Elatrix had recommended, or the other, I guess, 
only one thing that Elatrix had recommended is that we could destroy the machines uh, that live on these ley lines, uh, but doing so would cause uh, a massive explosion, uh, killing everyone around it anyway. Machines? Kale steps in. What What machines? Uh, oh, raises her hand. you're new here. The Slammy Hammers? <laughs> um, sorry. Season I, one, I, baby. I, I thought, yeah, I thought <laughs> I thought you knew what was going on. Uh, it seems like maybe we've got to kind of roll it back. Thor- Thorman's like, you do not need to raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't understand in this group. Sometimes I do. <laughs> I feel like that was for more more, more for Anthony than uh <laughs> now, Um so there I guess I mean Gebetto just kinda said it, but I, I didn't want to look awkward and put my hand in. But they're just machines that are like taking the the magical energy and funneling it like right into Gorm's mouth. Well, well um that, do you mind if I hop maso, in? Yeah. Maso manos. Yeah, so uh, what they're really doing is pushing the energy back into the earth, uh, trying to awaken Herrick's where he slumbers. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> <laughs> like, like his mouth. Like, don't bite oh, the mouth like that a gives you meta- food. Like, like a metaphorical mouth. <laughs> yeah, Got metaphorical. It. This is why we Sorry, raise hands. Like his a like mouthpiece. Mouth. You know, like like Gorm nope. thinks that he's mouthpiece would no. not be the right one. I feel like we're getting <laughs> is the mouthpiece. I, I feel like we're getting a little sidetracked. Like, oh sure. <laughs> you guys are having oh, this yeah, like sorry. this sort of going back and forth. But Kaelith has actually like uh, pulled like a journal out of his uh, pack and is like quickly flipping through it. Hey, I have that one too. Oh, a null skin. Wow, you guys are so <laughs> Null cool. so skin. Much yeah. oh. <laughs> You've been I sitting on that joke forever. I I got oh that my too. god, so good. <laughs> <laughs> he like flips through and he's like sort of muttering under his breath. He's like, if that's how explain why that thing was acting up so heavily, I suppose. I don't know. Find out where this and he's like flipping pages really fast and Thormund goes like Kaelith! Kaelith! And Kaelith looks up. And Thorman looks that at him like... That was not the time to be reading! <laughs> Thorman gives him a look like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and Kaelith is like, uh, uh, yes, yes, uh, sorry, sorry. Um, uh, this, this Elatrix, uh, what... How did he find out about this uh, slumbering uh, creature in the earth? How, how did how did he come to know about this? We have no idea. So, the one thing that I picked up from Elatrix in my talks uh, with him is that he is very interested in um, ancient history, the ancient history of Numerida and Anmaneth in general, uh, and the cosmology of the world, and so. Uh, he's done a lot of research about uh, kind of where we all come from. Yeah, Kaleth, you should see the libraries at Adventure Incorporated. They're like enormous. You could find lots of Dope books AF. to read through there. I wish I could read. The So uh, Kaleth sort of stands there and he's just like sort of stroking his long beard. And he's like, you can tell he's like really trying to, oh. to think through what's going on here. Um and uh, Thorman's like looking at him, and he like 
looks at him a little bit longer and he like looks over at Heinrich and Heinrich just sort of shrugs and he, he looks at the portly man who's uh, sort of dozing off a little bit next to him. Um, <laughs> That's a weird thing to say to the king. What? He didn't say that. He called the king portly. No, no, the king is not. I felt him think it. I felt him think it. No, the king looked <laughs> no, at the, the portly no, man. No, the king looks at the portly man. He was okay. Oh, next fuck. To him. Yeah. Well, my recording cut out, so I missed a bunch of shit. So that's fine. I just had to like, I just had to like do an audio emergency, and then I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chime in because I have all the information. Good joke. Good joke. Thanks. Nailed it. I didn't. I didn't have all the information. That's the funny part. <laughs> um, so, uh, but he, he looks to the portly man who sort of dozed off next to him uh, and then he looks to the the woman to his right who just um, she sort of just rolls her eyes and uh, you know she I think is probably used to this from Kaolith. Uh he's this anti-intellectual bullshit by the way is really frustrating uh <laughs> I just got to say, appointing this businesswoman to be the, <laughs> the minister of education for Bradmont seems like a bad plan. <laughs> Go on, Anthony. Uh, Thorman says, Caliph, we need to wrap this up. I need to work on the border wall of Bradmont. <laughs> <laughs> Oy, yikes. But it's true in the story. It's going to be the best wall. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> getting some Mappa hats made. Mappa, Mappa made. I get it. Mabaga, 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 Mabaga. At Mabaga. Make, make yeah. awesome Bradmont again. <laughs> make again Bradmont <laughs> awesome. Make awesome. <laughs> yeah, make awesome, comma Bradmont again. Uh, okay. Um. He, he turns to uh, Kaolith and sort of lets a few more moments pass and then says, Kaolith! And Kaolith is like, uh, yes, um, your majesty, um, I drop all charges and I request that the many pennies uh, please join me in my uh, chamber for... Um... Asher says that out loud. Gimeno <laughs> 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 does throw his arms up this time. <laughs> uh, uh, Thorman sort of like puts his head in his hand and he says... Are you serious, Caleb? And Caleb is like, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry, Your Majesty. It seems that I did not have all of the information that I thought I did, and um, we may have to discuss further uh, what, what this means uh, for uh, numer. Well, uh, I guess the world at large, numerate not, notwithstanding anymore, but Bradmont especially. It's for Bradmont. Where we'll, we will figure out the best way to keep this. Uh, yes, Your Your Majesty, we'll, we'll take care of it. And Thorman just stands up, as do uh, the other. The, the portly man and the and sort of the hawkish woman they just leave they just uh, like leave and so do all of the guards <laughs> bye 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 high fives yeah Gebetto jumps for a high five to Cal yeah for sure Heinrich just collapses in his chair we're gonna make it after <laughs> he's just so stressed out he cannot believe poor guy he pulls a flask out of his hip and yeah. just like immediately I feel like he must have picked up a drinking habit by now um, in the last Jennifer 20 minutes yeah goes over to the fireplace and wait with Kayla there well assume we're gonna like chat 
Hey, Caleb, are we going to like sit here and chat or are we going to go to, you just said we're going to go to your office, right? Caleb says, yes, yes. Uh, Hi, Heinrich, take them to get their belongings. I'll meet them in my study. And he leaves. Cool. I just want to look at your fireplace for a second. <laughs> He's already gone. <laughs> he gone. already just goes. <laughs> Heinrich's just like, what, what the fuck? I take my crossbow. Out hey, that worked real, Gimeno, real well. Yeah, Gimeno puts his arms up. Like, what? Like, he makes a face. Like, he's like, I don't know what you want me to say, dude. You had us in front of the whole fucking country. Yeah, you really could have done a little bit more to, yeah, like... Yeah, thanks a lot, Marifa. You're welcome. I, I, yeah. I have no idea. Look, I just pretty much just got here, like, a couple months ago. It's uh, incredible that I've managed to get this position that I have. I don't have a lot of sway or political capital to, capital to spend yet. It's not incredible, Heinrich. You're a great person, but we handle yeah, this. Yeah, you're doing a great job, Heinrich. You're doing a great job for you, man. But listen, yeah. <laughs> you're doing you could have done better for us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you but, fucked up for but us, guys, but we out. handled it. Worked it worked out. We did it. We still love you. Yeah. We are not But dead. you need to chill the fuck out. Okay. Yeah, dude, you're welcome. We didn't even tell him that Elatrix is Faye. Yeah. We did. We no, did. No, we didn't. No. Remember? No, we told Heinrich. What happened in... No. What about in the... No. When we teleported in? No. Didn't we say that bullshit? Y- yeah, you didn't. You told Caleb mm. when you guys arrived. Yeah, we did. But not... Yeah, oh, but no. like, not the king and... The no, king. no, you didn't tell Caleb. You told uh, Carter. Heinrich. Oh, yeah, I told Carter, oh. but Carter's an idiot. <laughs> he sure He is. doesn't even know what the Fae are. Oh, it was Carter? It was Carter. I thought we told... I thought it was... <clears throat> oh, no. shit. Jeez yeah, Louise. Carter doesn't know shit. That guy's a... Oh, no, we're fine. That guy's a moron. We're Nobody's fine. gonna listen to him. <laughs> yeah. He says, let's go get your belongings, I guess. I like to think that Carter's a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> right. No, guys, the king, of, the king of Carapath was a Fae! <laughs> Yeah, sure, and on Maneth is flat, fucker. Hey adventurers, DM Anthony here again. I just want to remind you that there are lots of ways to support the show. Head on over to patreon.com slash adventure inc. Tell your friends about the show. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Links and more can be found at adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks everyone, we'll see you next week. Hey guys, I think I'm gonna go out and buy some dice tomorrow. What 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 brand would you suggest? Thank God, because you've just been rolling coins for <laughs> two and a half years. I got <laughs> Chessex the other day. No, I was just I didn't buy the dice. Saying, I haven't really found need for them, so I haven't really bought them yet. <laughs> well, right, because we haven't played D and D in a while. All <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, that's that's what he means. Dragon.